Hi, welcome to Eurocron. I'm your host, Scott Pitney. Eurocron is a podcast where we chronicle extraordinary people and their extraordinary stories. Our goal is simple, entertain, inspire, educate, and at times humor our audience while our guests build their audio legacy. So let's get right to our next extraordinary story. Hey, Eurocron fans, it's Scott about to kick off podcast number two in our series about our trip to Cuba. And in podcast two, I'm going to, you're going to hear about the car uh, excursion that we took. Now we booked the car excursion through the cruise line, through Royal Caribbean. It was a great time. Uh, we uh, scheduled it for two hours and we rode around with about five other cars and all these guys of course knew each other and uh were exchanging things back and forth while they were driving honking their horns they all had their unique horns and it was a good time and and they made it a good time and did a good job so i recommend it overall a little uh, note about the cars themselves so when the cuban revolution started in 1959 all american imports um, stopped at that time. So every American car in Havana, Cuba is prior to 1959. Some in very good shape. And when I say very good shape, I mean, you could put them in a car show. Uh, some not so much. Our particular car was a 1954 Dodge convertible green. Uh, wouldn't have been my choice. I'm uh, a partial to Chevy and Ford. But uh, anyway, we we were in a green 54 a 54 Dodge convertible. And uh, so about halfway through the drive, we all stopped, all the cars stopped in an area called Revolutionary or Revolution Park. And in this spot, um, Marco, the, the organizer, kind of the leader of our group, uh, came out and spoke, and you're going to hear Marco speak about uh, the history of the, the area and... Uh, Fidel Castro, his famous speech took place there. It was eight hours long. He's going to talk a little bit about that. There is a lot of noise, uh, <laughs> exhaust noise, because we are standing close to the street while Marco is talking to us. And a little bit about the exhaust. The cars there do, are, are certainly not under the same environmental laws that there are our automobiles in the U.S. are, they're loud. There's a lot of smoke that comes out of them, and you'll you'll hear it in the recording. But um, Marco has some interesting things to say. There was one part in his talk that I wanted to, because it's a little bit difficult to pick up on, but he asked me to to turn off the recorder. And, of course, for my Yurkron fans, I left it on and sort of just uh, inconspicuously hit it uh, behind my legs, so it's a little difficult to hear. But the reason he wanted me to turn off the recorder is he wanted to tell a a, a little bit of a joke about the new president. Of course, they don't have freedom of speech there. So, um, and when you can hear the joke, but in, in my opinion, it's a very benign joke. I just thought it was interesting that he was very serious about uh, not not wanting to have that recorded. But uh, Marco was great. Again, the car tour was great. I highly recommend it. So enjoy podcast number two of our Cuban excursion. So we're, we're in our... Um, Convertible, 
and uh, we're driving with, what is your name again, sir? My name is Manolo. Manolo. Nice to meet you. What kind of car is this? Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. <laughs> Dodge. This is a, a Dodge? Dodge 1954. 1954 green Dodge convertible. And we're going to see Havana. So, <laughs> she, she Hola, Havana, Havana Center, New Havana, three Havana. All right, three Havanas. So our driver, he didn't really speak a lot of English. And uh, now the uh, we stopped with a bunch of old cars and now I'm going to listen to the uh, tour guide here. He, he speaks better English. Okay, guys, welcome to the Revolution Square. So this square that you see over here was built in 1953 by? Thank you. Of course, in that time, it wasn't that the name. The name was Plaza Civica, the Civic Square. But in 1959, they changed the name for the Revolution Square. So we use this square for many things, many modalities, like religious activities, uh, political activities, social activities, for example, when the Pope, he came here uh, 2015, he gave mass from that point over there to almost a million of people in this square. Wow. Considering that Havana has 2.2, that was something huge in that time. And Fidel Castro, you know Fidel Castro, right? <laughs> he gave the biggest speech that he ever gave in life, right? I'm talking about eight hours speech at the very beginning of the revolution in that square over here. So guys, that monument that you see over there, that's the highest point of the city with uh, 140 meters high, and there's an elevator to get up there just to see the whole city, right? And all of that guy is marble. Wow. But well, you got money, you build it, that's hard. So, and that guy that you see over there, that's the national hero of Cuba, Jose Marti. He was a writer, a journalist, a poet, and he was against the uh, Spaniards that we had in Cuba in that independence, independence war to 19, until 1898, uh, right? Those buildings that you see over there, that's the parliament, right? And people, people on the street, they say that that's the president office, but we don't really know about that, that's secret. We don't even know where they live. That's secret, okay? So that building in there, that's the National Library. It's quite big because it's connected with many universities in Havana. That one in there, that's the Minister of Telecommunications building with uh, Camilo Cienfuegos, a hero. Right? That one in there, he passed away at the very beginning of the revolution. He came from Camagüey to La Habana in his Cessna airplane. Cessna crashed in the water, and we spent like a week looking for him, and we couldn't find anything at all. This one here, that's the Minister of uh, Interior Offices with Ernesto Che Guevara in the front. Do you know, do you know Ernesto Che Guevara? El Che? El Che, he was a guy from Argentina, and he met Fidel 1955 in Mexico. Right? So 1956, they came together in the Grandma Boat. And uh, when they took the country over in 1959, he was the president of the National Bank of Cuba and the Minister of Industry. 1966, he left the country, went to Bolivia, because he wanted to do the same thing that he did for Cuba. 1969, he got killed in there by a Cuban. Cuban killed him. He was a Cuban agent working for the CIA, Felix Rodriguez, right? And behind you, that building in there, that's the National Theater of Cuba. So, questions? 
questions. Right now, guys, we got a new president. His name is Miguel Diaz Canel. He's not a, he's not a Castro at all, but they vote for them, you know? And the people said that the new president, he got the remote control, but he doesn't have the batteries. Uh, <laughs> 2.2 million. 2.2 million, okay, I missed the first. So that's, yeah, that's the uh, population here in Havana. And in the whole country is 11 million. Havana is not the, it's not the biggest, but it's the most populated. Why? Because people like me, they move from the countryside and they uh, come to, to the capital, to study and work here. I was born in one time, not in the prison, but well, over there. So I moved to Havana like nine, year, nine years ago to study and work here. So a lot of people, they, uh, they did that. Just something, I think it happens everywhere. Where did you learn oh, your yeah. English? Did they teach it in school or do you actually, learn it Actually, they, uh, they teach some English, but it's the basic, like uh, Spanish in the States, yeah. you know? Like, uh, my name is Marcos, uh, I like the blue color, uh, I live over here, this and that, you know? So in Cuba, you will learn English if you like it, or if you like it, or let's say if you start working something like this, you will pick it up pretty quick. That's what they think. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. Anything else? Come on, guys, that's the time for questions. I'm not a journalist. I'm not recording anything. So if you want to know anything, you can tell me. I will tell you the truth. I will tell you. Come on. What, what, what question have you not been asked that you would like to be asked? What, what Whatever. You, what? I, will, I will. I'm studying history. I'm going to put that diploma in the wall. You know? Mom, that's for you. No, actually, uh, health and education in Cuba is free. Even the college is free. And college right now is free. But uh, this is a country where working in tourism, you're gonna earn uh, more than a doctor, right? Wow. So that's why I know I know two two guys. They are doctors and they're working in this. I know a taxi driver. He's a journalist. He's working in this. What would you like for uh, Americans, especially, to know most about Cuba? I think uh, that this is a like, uh, safe country. Safe country. It's really safe, so I want you to know that. Yeah. Some of the Americans, when they are, start, they are planning to come to Cuba, they are afraid and they think that Cuba is not safe. Come on, guys, look at this. Yeah. You will see like 9, 10, 11 p.m. kids like you guys playing in the street. It's not safe. You're not gonna see anyone carrying a weapon, so the only crime that we have in Cuba is a crime of passion. That's it. Crime of passion, that's it. We don't, we don't kill anyone. I mean, we have that, but it's not like a bomb. No one is allowed to carry that. If you carry a uh, weapon and police catch you with that, you will spend like a 10 or 15 or 20 uh, years in jail. Just for carrying a weapon? Yeah, because they said that you will pay for the criminal records that that weapon has. Drops. Low drugs. I haven't Are seen cocaine legal? in my life. No? Oh. If someone catches you with a little bit like this, they will say that you're selling, you are uh, promoting that, so many things. And at the end, you will spend like uh, 15 years in jail. Wow. So, no gracias. That's great. That's fine. Okay? Last question. Last question. Are you a baseball player? I used to play. First place. You look like it. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yes, all right, guys. So right now we're gonna get the cars again. So we're gonna start uh, driving. We're 
we're gonna pass by the most important cemetery that we have here in Havana. Fidel Castro is not buried in there, right? So that one is the Christopher Columbus uh, necropolis. In there you will see that it looks like we bury the people on the ground, but we don't. We bury the people on the ground. And that one is a World Heritage Site, right, by UNESCO. After that, we're gonna pass by the Havana Forest, right? Something green in the middle of the city. And uh, later on, you will pass by Miramar. Miramar neighborhood, that's a diplomatic area in Havana, built by you. So in there, if you see a flag outside of the house, that's an embassy. After that, we will get the small uh, Fifth Avenue, built by you, one more time. And then uh, Malecon, the seafront. And then you will pass by the Riviera Hotel, built by the Mafia. After that, you will pass by uh, the American building right now. American building right now. And then, uh, what are you laughing? What are you laughing? No, nothing. Okay, American building, and then the National Hotel. In there, we will stop for that uh, fancy mojito. Okay. So I see you there. Let's go back. Have you been to Miami? I haven't been outside of Cuba. No, I haven't. Oh. You don't know what you're missing, man. <laughs> I know. I know what I'm missing. <laughs> I got Facebook. <laughs> What is the name of the hotel where all the celebrities stay? He, he said, but I didn't understand what our driver told us. Uh, he said well, Rolling uh, Stones, Madonna, people like that stayed there. Well, that's the National Hotel. Oh, that's the National Hotel. National hotel. Oh, yeah, okay. you, will, you will be in the Fama, Fama place, you know, it's like Fama Hill. Yeah. Hall, Fama Hotel. Uh -huh. And uh, in there you will see many pictures. Most of the people are going to see there, they have stayed there. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Marcos. 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 Scott. Scott. Thank you for all the information. <laughs> I have a podcast, so it's friendly. It's not like a lot of people listen. Just <laughs> want to give them some information about Cuba, so they'll come here. You know, just like I, I loved your answer that it's safe because I think that's a perception that you know uh, a lot of people have really about traveling in any foreign country. Yeah. It's not just Cuba, but just. Uh, you know, know that it's safe and, and uh, there's a lot of beautiful things and interesting yeah. things to see here. You gotta come to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, we've it's only safe. been here a few hours. And, yeah, yeah. You know, if I, if I plan to go to one country and someone told me that don't go there, it's not safe, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. So that's sure. why I, I just want you to know that Cuba yeah. is safe. Yeah. We even, I mean, just uh, within the first uh, couple of hours that we were off the boat, we went off uh, with some gentleman uh, that took us down some of the back streets, some of the, you know, where the tourists are yeah. and, and, you know, saw some pretty, yeah, pretty old stuff, but it, it was, I felt totally safe the whole time, you know, so. So we got the uh, municipality assembly, uh, provincial assembly, national assembly, and between the national assembly, they vote for the president, right? But we, the locals, we got a vote for someone in the neighborhood. So we got a vote for someone. Right, and the uh, that one's gonna go to the municipality assembly. So that one's gonna go into another election. And he has to vote for the one that is gonna go to the uh, provincial, and same thing to the national assembly. Right, still democracy. So guys, welcome to the National Hotel of Cuba. So this hotel was built in 1930 by the Americans. So before of this hotel, we used to have like a fortress in here. What well, the Americans, when they got here, they destroyed the fortress and then they built the hotel. So they built all of these guys in just two years. All of this. So this hotel is really famous for many things. But one of them is that 1946, the mafia had one of the most important meetings uh, in this hotel. The five different families they made in here. Have you watched The Godfather too? Yeah. yeah. The Cuban part where they came here, the, that uh, dinner, 
Well, they immortalized in that movie, that meeting that they had here in 1946, right? Because in that time, during the prohibition, the people they used to come to Cuba, the Americans, uh, they used to come to, just to gambling, to drugs, uh, alcohol, like you said, to have fun, right? So that's why, um, that's why the mafia was in, uh, in Cuba, right? So right now, there's drinking there called the Mafia Mojito, thanks to them, right? So that's the one that we're gonna have. In there, inside there, let's say you're gonna see a lot of people, a lot of personalities, all of them, they have stay here, right? All of them. So don't freak out if you see someone important in there, okay? So let's get inside there to have the drink, and then we're gonna be here for, let's say, 20 minutes, and then we're gonna go uh, back to the old town, right? So we just got to the National Hotel. It's beautiful, it's on Monticombe Bay. And we're stopping here to have a mojito and chill out for a minute. Absolutely gorgeous hotel. Just got through going through the National Forest. This is also beautiful. 